Check that recording button. Button now. I have also clicked the recording button. That's how oh, it's called. Always, you must always describe how we hit the recording uh, It's button. a red circle. <laughs> All right. Uh, Put it in okay. the episode, Eric. <laughs> three, three, two, one. Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And folks, if we kill enough uh, supporting characters, maybe the show will be about the Power Rangers. <laughs> we'll just keep doing it, and then we'll have like a plot point about Damon, maybe. Probably not, but who knows? We can try. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. Awoo! Hi. Awoo! And we've got Simon. Meow. Nice. Good, good. I didn't uh, know you were a cat boy, Simon. That's a joke. Yeah, there you go. That's the, yeah. You wouldn't think that's that about has cat I ears. It's true. I'm imagining Simon wearing cat ears, but giving that meow, like, totally stone yeah. face, and it's very fun. <laughs> it's a really it, good I, image. That's a good image. I like it. I, I would do it for a laugh or a joke or something. I mean, you, still I, got, do you, you still got that big beard? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's and adorable. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've done that even because my daughter has cat ears that I've put Aww. on for a joke and gun stone faced meow because it's funny Very to good. do that. Yeah, I think um, uh, I'm. I you know, furry artists like I I think are re- very good at what they do. It is always interesting to me when someone does facial hair on like a cat person. Mm-hmm. Not to say that there's any rules in this. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm always like so like. Do you mean like a cat person as in like a, a person with cat ears or do you mean like a furry? I mean like a furry. Okay, like a yeah, furry I, that's cat. interesting typically because it's hard to do that. A, a, a cat with a beard is typically called a lion usually. So when well, you go out of that paradigm, it's a little it, weird. It forces me to to go so if they – okay, so does that mean that normally they have this much hair everywhere and they like shaved most of it off it's, it's best not to think about it it is aesthetic or, entirely yes it's just funny to me yeah no, to, to we're gonna start it. discussing the number of boobs a cat person has before too long if we go down that road as many as they want <laughs> yeah, there you go yeah. Uh, so, uh, this week we're going to talk about Power Rangers as we do every week. However, before we do that, um, there is something I wanted to do, which is, so, you know, 
we've been doing this for a really long time, and a lot of uh, of the crew have had their own segments. Matt had Owl Facts, and mm-hmm. Mike has games that he does sometimes, and Emily mm-hmm. has Gingham and Galleon, and Lexi had Canada Facts, and Simon has Lexi, I'm the Canadian, stop it, which is <laughs> one of my favorites. My great segment. <laughs> uh, I'm also the Canadian, by the way. Well, yeah. I know, but, but mm-hmm. I've never really had one. Okay, I'm gonna break in with another fucking story. Break, break, break in story. (laughs) Okay, story. The Zach update. So I decided I'm just gonna start one. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do Zach's booze cruise and I'm gonna pull out my. (laughs) Yeah my mixology history book that I have, and I'm going to read a completely random passage that doesn't have anything to do with the episode that we're about to watch, okay? (laughs) Here we go. It's totally random. Zach's Booze Cruise. Ernest Raymond Gant was born in 1907. In his 20s, he traveled the Caribbean and South Pacific Islands with his smuggler and bootlegger father during Prohibition and collected artifacts and souvenirs from his journeys. Uh, when he returned in uh, uh, right before World War II, uh, he opened a little bar where he used a lot of his, uh, his, his souvenirs that he had collected as, as decoration. Uh, now, Mr. Mr. Gant, at this point, decided to legally change his name to Don Beach, which is oh, the, the, the one piece compliment I will give this man during this, uh, <laughs> uh, this history lesson. I know because where this is going. <laughs> an incredible name. I don't know how you could. I picked this at random and definitely don't know where it's going. Uh, <laughs> So, he opened a bar after Prohibition just before World War II uh, in California, and right in Hollywood, California, and he called it Don's Beachcomber. Uh, Beachcomber, if you don't know, is somebody who just, like, Mm -hmm. walks up and down beaches and, like, collects interesting stuff. Right. Be, like, shells or... Or whatever. So he. I mean, like when I saw used, space balls, it looked like it was just people yes. using giant combs to go over yeah, the beach. Also, mm-hmm. also dark helmet, no <laughs> beachcomber. Beach um, so he used some like a lot of his souvenirs, but also like fishing nets and driftwood and like abandoned nautical paraphernalia that he found as a uh, as part of his uh, his bar. Um, so so Donna also is is. Uh, Unironically, pretty important in terms of of people who have have uh, contributed to like the world of mixed drinks. He he invented uh, the zombie. He invented uh, the a couple, which is like a very famous mixed drink. He mi- mi- did a couple others, which are less less famous but good. Still, the three dots and a dash, uh, the Tahitian punch, um, not from Tahiti, uh, you may guess. Uh, but invented by this guy. Uh, and then uh, he shares credit uh, for inventing the Mai Tai, um, mm-hmm. which is another, uh, uh, we'll call it a tropical drink. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the thing about Mr. Beach 
uh, is that he decided that one good way to sell his cocktails to people uh, would be to give his bar a, a specific aesthetic uh, using all these things that he had collected. Um, and, and so he, he, uh, he and is credited largely with the invention of what is called the tiki bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, if you know what a tiki bar is, uh, it's basically, uh, Mr. Mr. Beach was the first person who did this, but a collection of, uh, Artifacts uh, from around the the Polynesian, the Pacific Islander, and Caribbean uh, uh, locations, where he just took them all and smushed them together and mm-hmm. said, "This represents Pacific Islanders," which is always a very cool thing to do mm-hmm. uh, when you're a white guy from from mm-hmm. Texas, because mm-hmm. he's from Texas before he moved to California. Um, now he had a uh, a big competitor. His uh, name was Vic Bergeron. This is the other guy who uh, shares the credit for the invention of the mai tai. Uh, he opened a competing bar called Trader Vic's. So uh, which this was, guy sounds extremely like a mobster just based on his name. I'm, I just uh-huh, want to say yes. right now. Yeah. Now he also opened a basically the same type of bar uh, in Hollywood, and they became very popular uh, with. Hollywood set. Uh, and in fact, some people credit those two guys basically with uh, um, Elvis Presley making the movie Blue Hollywood and wearing a what is called a Hawaiian shirt. Sorry, oh. Blue Blue Hawaiian. And wow. wearing what is called a Hawaiian shirt and essentially making that the fucking thing of the late 40s and 50s. So- uh it's like everything about like beach culture and island culture and everything like that is just like cultural appropriation from white people is what you're telling us right now is the main thing. What I'm telling you is that there <laughs> might be other things that contributed to it, but mm-hmm. that if you don't know, and this is, uh, I, I'm going to level with you listener. I'm doing a bit because <laughs> there's, uh, there's a, what, what they call a tiki monster in this episode. His name and is, I uh, wanted, freaky tiki. Freaky tiki. Uh-huh. And I wanted to make a little bit of a point here. I'm not trying to lecture. I just, I, when I found this out, when I was reading, uh, like history of alcohol stuff, mm-hmm. the fact that the, the tiki bar was invented in 1940 in, uh, in California by two white guys, mm-hmm. not a thing I expected. Um, no, I mean, I guess I don't th- think I thought it like was was actually like authentic, really. But mm-hmm. like that, it was that old and just a hundred percent invented whole cloth. Like, yeah, we just put these things together and said it's a thing. That, that's always I, the history of these things, though. It's always like uh, uh-huh. a lot of what you think of as Chinese food or like. Chinese restaurants came from American restaurants, and a lot of now, what you think what about, I will say you know, that that's a good point. Specifically, like Chi- well, well, I don't know if you know this, but um, the mm-hmm. Ch- Chinese, like uh, when you have the smorgasbord, that was made yep. by like Chinese rail workers who made a ton of food for everyone to eat, and then it got oh, like, yes, great, yeah. Uh, now, what I will say is that that um, you are correct. A mm-hmm. lot of what you eat in like the U.S. that we would call Mexican food is is mm-hmm. not authentic no, yeah. it's it's yeah. mexican-american it's too bad we don't food, have yeah. fabby to, to explain all what that, i will yeah. say i talked to fabby <laughs> a little bit about yeah, this yeah, before yeah. Mm-hmm. uh but but what i will say is that most of that stuff is like 
Chinese food, American Chinese food is mostly credited to Chinese yes. Americans. Yeah, you're right. That's the yeah, difference. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too for I Chinese think. Canadians. Like the Chinese Canadian rail workers created it. So there was Chinese people, but it's not the same as the stuff in China. But that's still yeah. like colonization created it because like yes. <laughs> The, the, now, it was not now, a good thing to be. It was not a good time to be a Chinese rail worker. I, I also want to put it say very like, lightly, I'm white. I did do research on this and know some about it, but I'm a white dude. If I said anything wrong, I'm I'm sorry. But what I do want to say is like this: these guys. It seems like at least Mister Mister Beach. Like, based on the little bit I could find about his diaries and stuff, like, it seemed like he really fell in love with this culture. That mm-hmm. doesn't excuse that, what he he did do, though. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Whether or not you did it out of, like, love for it or whatever, and that's the thing. I said love for the culture. It is, but he didn't do, he didn't learn, like, oh, this is Samoan culture yeah. and this is he Maori just culture. A, he, he just aesthetic. shoved all this shit together. Yeah. And- very much diminished it by by clumping it all together. Oh, I just, like, I just thought yeah. of another yes. thing. Is, isn't Hawaiian pizza a Canadian invention? I think, I think that so. I'm not sure. I of. think that's right. Because uh, um, I remember I will- hearing that the inventor of the Hawaiian pizza, like, died last year or something like that. And yeah, it might have been a Canadian. Yeah, um, but the pizza was actually created in Canada by in 1962 by a Greek immigrant called Sam uh, Panopoulos. But but I mean, it's go. it's a pizza with pineapple and ham on it, so it's like you can and see why like, it's no, named but that. I, I I I just feel like it's kind of connected to that like thing where it's like, oh, yes. look, I'm going to make a Hawaiian yeah. thing for like yeah. you know. Well, and what I'll so so you know like I'm not here to yell at you, but like just I feel like the. It's good to go like, hey, why, where does all this come from? Why the masks and like, and, and I'm not going to, I'm also not going to be like, this is from this culture culture and mean is like representative of gods or mm-hmm. I, I don't know that stuff. And also I'd fuck it up. I just like, I do know that like the, so when you look like those, those heads and mo- the like, uh, the the Moai heads that are from um, Easter Island mm-hmm. that are, you know, a lot of those the like tiki mugs are modeled after. Yes, those are from like Maori culture. Mm-hmm. The masks are from uh, Hawaiian culture. Yeah, the 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 stuff that's called like um, um, I didn't know what it was called, but if you Google Pama cloth, uh, you'll find it. That's um from a a, a like a totally different place. Like uh, they're just not. It, it it's all mashed together. It's like all bullshit and not representative of anything. And so like, and also um, I, I will say, go like, look this up. I found a pretty good article on liquor.com called rethinking Tiki, which is worth mm-hmm. uh, reading that has a bunch of quotes from Pacific Islander bartenders um, that I think you should take a look at. Um, who gives some some of their thoughts and some ideas of like how about say tropical that's yeah. fine like, like why don't you do that like no no um, one is saying that a cold drink with a lot of juice and ice in it on a beach is not delicious that's great you can have that no, all you want right but but speaking of that like the that drink style mm-hmm. again is not from Polynesia no. at all it's just I mean, it, a guy it, it was has, like it what has is hard liquor sweet in it and, and cold yeah. and liquor yeah. yeah. So, so that's it. Just like it, it's, it is wild to me that 
I guess it's not wild. It, this shit happens all the time, right? It's it's like colonizers, specifically in this case, uh, United States colonizers, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them um, for ho- the Hawaii and Australian yep. for New Zealand and stuff like that. So just like going over and being like, well, uh, this is ours now. And also we're going to take all your 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 religious and uh, cultural stuff and yep. we're going to use it to sell alcohol. Yep. And it just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii was um, stolen from Hawaiians by the United States. Look it up. Like, there's no time on this podcast to go on a whole. No, rant but about in this, the but 1900s, yeah. like yeah. not even that fucking long yep. ago. So it, it's you know that's that's I guess what I would say is like if you're if you are looking around your your little bar area and you're like uh oh. Uh, like, just go look up what this stuff means mm-hmm. and, and like, where it comes from and, like, familiarize yourself and then maybe next time buy, like, a flamingo cup mm-hmm. instead. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm not gonna get, like, super deep into it, but it, it's really, um, and that stuff is beautiful, but, like, it means things. So mm-hmm. you just need to be aware of that and, and, and not yeah, use yeah. it to sell your booze, basically. Yeah. So it's very, that's it. It's very good that you had that segment, Zach. But I was mm-hmm. tricked into thinking it was a happy, good, lucky, fun time with drinks. And in your life, <laughs> I thought it would be <laughs> funny to, to do it to sell it that way. Yeah. I uh, mean, like I'm an idiot, and you tricked me. <laughs> uh, also, on a personal note, like, but no, I it's really good you said that. A lot of mixed drinks. Um, I got a quote. I, I, you know, I went into more of the stuff that mattered, but I do have a quote from Mr. Beach. Also, I just like calling him that. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine this uh, guy, like this beach guy, this, this insisting that he be called Mr. Beach and not Don. Like, that, that seems counter against yes. um, his character. He, he basically, and he, he said, uh, he he called the format, uh, a rum rap, rhapsody is, is what he called it before it, it became tiki mm-hmm. um and uh he, he the formula is one of sour two of sweet three of strong four of weak uh so it's like lime and then sweet syrup and then some kind of alcohol mm-hmm. usually rum in this yep. case and then water or fruit juice so that's yep. the that's your formula to make a right. A, a drink which is, which is a oh. real you know because because rum is associated with the caribbean which is in a whole different well ocean from the one right. where the tiki stuff is so from. there's the one <laughs> other thing i'll say is that he specifically was using caribbean rum oh, because okay. it was cheap because it was oh. cheap right. because after the after prohibition um you know there was no prohibition in the caribbean mm-hmm. so people could just go there and and get drunk if they were rich Americans. Yeah. And then they just had a ton of liquor yeah. while America was spinning back up their production. So he mm-hmm. just was like, yeah, rum. Yeah. Uh, it's totally from uh, Polynesia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Also, um, last thing, uh, I will say, uh, I found different stuff uh, and, and like defer to people who know better than me. Some uh, Pacific Islanders were like, kind of don't just don't use the word tiki if you can at all help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to describe this stuff, at least, uh, tiki is from Maori mythology specifically. Mm-hmm. It is their first man created by the gods, so it's like an oh. Adam type right. thing in their their mythology, and he was just like 
yeah, I don't know. That's a word I can slap on stuff. So yeah, we'll sure. use that. Yeah. Jeez. So anyway, uh, here's that was your first booze cruise. Maybe I'll do a fun one. I don't know. Maybe that would be a fun segment. I, I also like uh, how you introduced this. I thought by you were going like, to review drinks or something that you had recently. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking a co- I'm drinking a kamikaze. It's pretty good. Nice. I'm that? drinking a water, and it's pretty good. nice. <laughs> I like how so, you introduced so, this by saying you've never had a, a segment to your own, but like literally we have talking about things and actor spotlight, which you, your voice is in the theme song of those. But. No, no, I that, know, that, but that, I had that's, to, a, that's a show segment. It's not that. I had, I yeah, had to yeah, sell okay. it. I had to sell it though, so it's it's. I think it worked out okay. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so so you know, go go look that stuff up, and and also if you do know better and I got anything wrong, please at teens with Tude and correct me. Uh, yeah. Speaking and, uh, of segments, yes. I don't have a Ginga Man Galleon today because I okay. didn't have enough time to watch a Ginga Man episode. But I bet it was the same thing except for the airlock scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be difficult to have an airlock scene. It's yes. the best scene I, of the episode, though. So it is the best scene. I will um, watch it before the next time we do something, and I'll give it. But I'm sure it's not that different. Because they haven't like, been really. It, they haven't been. Yes, last know. episode was like different enough that I felt like, oh, maybe it'll be like a little bit yeah. different now. But this one feels like, again, well, it's kind of like has to do with the Magnet Offender, which is taken a lot from the Sentai. So, like, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm curious. So, speaking of uh, the Magnet Defender, this is pretty much a Magnet Defender episode and similar <laughs> to last time, although I liked Magnet Defender already. Uh, it is sort of like the Tretron episode where it's like, let's shove a lot of character development in this episode and then kill him at the end. Cause that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we, uh, this is episode 15 of power Rangers lost galaxy. Uh, it is called redemption day. And we open on the scorpion stinger pooping in space. Yep. Uh, it's just farting it is, everywhere. It's just letting out big fart clouds. Uh-huh. It's, it's supposed to be, it's fuel. one of those things where it's it's supposed to be fuel, and I th- They're pissing on what's the stars. funny is I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, if it's liquid, when it goes into no pressure, it yeah. would like if that, it would turn into a gas. And and honestly, this is actually probably pretty close, but also it looks really fun. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it does look like a big old piss orange stream of diarrhea yeah. coming out of that shit. Yeah, yes, it's unpleasant. Uh, he uh, so. Trakina is is screaming at her dad. We see on the inside everybody's panicking. I like this shot because it does like it does. It's she's very panicky and it does yep. this thing where it shoots her from like one. She's like she's she's on the right of a screen. It's, it's, she 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 turns into an anime for yeah. She's on the yes. right of a screen and then she's on the left of a screen and I kind of like it a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's um we'll talk about it. There's some good pretty good shots in this episode honestly and uh, Trakina. I think they're doing a good job of like Trakita wants to be badass mm-hmm. and in this scene she's like she's doing that thing where she's like l- like kind of grabbing her fingers with her other hand mm-hmm. which is a very like feminine like unsure gesture mm-hmm. where she's she's like worried and they do a good job of showing like she wants to be cool but like doesn't know how to fight or, or or be a badass or any of that stuff yet. So I think that's neat. So she runs over and uh, 
And she's like, she's kind of like stuttering to Scorpius even, and like, Daddy, yep. I'm. She calls him Daddy. She's like, yeah. uh, she's, she's reverting to little girl mold in this one scene, yeah. which is, you know, she's, you don't want your little girl to become an icicle, do you? Uh-huh. Right, because she, they're, they're basically, they're like, well, if we run out of fuel in space, like that's kind of the one of the worst things that can happen. Yeah. Uh, so ble- we got to figure out how to fix that. Um, I am curious. It seems like they must have had an ax, like a an accident. They don't show it, but it no. obviously, like it, this is not normal function for the ship. So, I wonder if they like ran into an asteroid. A stingwinger pushed their butt a wrong button, like a really wrong button. I don't like. I don't know what happened. It, it, it's it, funny to it, me. It is left up to the viewer's imagination, which means this is art because at this point you're asked to uh, just yes. yeah fill in the blanks yourself. Uh, it is this point at which I remember uh, to look at my notes and mention that if you watch this on Amazon Prime, as I'm doing, uh, it Amazon Prime has X-Ray, which is like mm-hmm. this thing you can go to for it's it like pulls stuff from IMDb and allows you to look at the cast. It also pulls from IMDb trivia, which mm-hmm. uh, is famously hilarious. <laughs> and it, this is also uh, in that category because it has two points of trivia. The first is uh, the return of Mike, period. That is the entire <laughs> trivia point. It's not. That's not a sentence. Mm. Try a verb, IMDb. And the second point is the end of the Magnet Defender, period. That once one's a- just wrong. Once again. Which is yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> try try Funny, putting a but, thesis in your trivia. I mean, it's the end of this guy. The character, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like I don't see Mike. And they watched the episode with me. They could have been on this. I don't know what they're doing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just yeah. teasing. Uh, so we we cut to uh, Leo and Maya uh, driving in the little smart car. On I, a I've date, come to I guess. Yeah, there were the. Yes, they look like they're on a date. Yeah, that's true. Um, I wonder if it's just because they don't have jobs, so they're just bored and <laughs> I spend mean, that's a lot of fair. time together. Like, like I'm not yeah. saying they're necessarily romantic, but it does definitely feel like a date. And there's a line later where Leo's like, oh, am I just that boring? Like, where it feels like, you know, he's like, it kind of feels, it has date energy. You know what I mean? Uh, I, it, it feels to be like... Like Leo said, "Hey Maya, want to go to the mountain?" And she said yes, and she wanted to go there and fuck in the woods or something. But the whole time they were there, he was just babbling on about his childhood tree stories and wouldn't okay. shut up. Okay, so, <laughs> that's really funny. So this is the best scene in the show in the yeah. episode. I yeah. almost said show. I and mean, I don't know you might it, be right. <laughs> uh, and it's it's funny because it's the it's the best scene for for two completely different reasons. One is that it's like genuinely good special effects shots yeah. in this this part for what uh, it is yeah. for the yeah. time for the time um uh you know it's not going to fool you now but like you're looking at this kids show from the 90s and you're like damn uh and I'll tell you why in a second but the second is that Leo boy <laughs> Leo's himboness is just <laughs> yeah, so good it's, it's in at this 11 scene in this scene for sure uh so they are in the mountain dome, which it's very funny because we already, it's not like we didn't know they were different. But it's really like, con- this really makes it concrete where like it yes. shows them driving from the tube from the main city to the mountain Last dome. Last yeah. episode, they said forest dome like once, but this time they're like, yeah, we are in, <laughs> we went to the mountain dome to like have a nice day and we're on the way back and you see a shot of them like, Going up to a tunnel and mm-hmm. like there's a mountain, but like 
it stops and then behind it you can see the city of the main TerraVenture dome. Yeah. It's like cool. Yeah. Like it's neat. Yeah, it's and a, yeah, and that tunnel is like a skywalk out, out in space. It's just a ramp through yes. space and it's it, yeah, it looks really cool. And they like drive through this ramp and again it's like I know it's 1999 for a kids show, but like if this had been on next generation, mm-hmm. you would not have no. been like yeah. Oh, this is bad. You'd have been like, yeah, this is like a next generation shot, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, the, the, and like, I, was, I just want to say, like, like what I like of this scene because it does establish a lot of what Terra Venture, like, because even if they dropped it before, this really, this really physically implies it. It's just so weird to me that, like, there wasn't a scene in like the second episode or the first one. I know. We're like, yeah. we're like, there's just a little thing that goes over the geography of Terra Venture to give you mm-hmm. an idea of where yeah, you are. Yeah, we are, are in episode really 15. Yep. And, yeah, it's, it's, and they, <laughs> they've now explained that there are multiple environmental domes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which makes it's, this like way easier to buy, even though like it's still pretty ridiculous. Um, well, and then another thing I want to say is like the last episode ended with like M- Maya and Leo kind of having uh, a, a thing going on because she you know, recognizes Mike's uh, presence. So like, it, 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 I just like to imagine because she says too like, oh, I love the Mountain Dome. It always reminds me of Mar- Miranoi, and like, I just feel like they were like let's hang out today because you know you recognize that and like i'll take you to the mountain dome since it's like you know you like it and stuff and it's just yeah. it's just kind of nice it's kind of characterful it's cute. i'm reading I a lot they're... into it more than there is i think no, no, but... i actually <laughs> like them as a as like a friends i yeah. think it's a nice little group uh but but i will say that uh so so that so that's great we see the, the shot of them driving into this tunnel and through the uh through this cool bridge. I love the shot of in the car and he's just like talking about this fucking tree thing. And, she's <laughs> like, and then Leo is j- just reminds me like, oh, right. I really like Leo because he is like, man, so I know that you're from like a jungle planet, but one time I was climbing this tree and the tree was really tall and I got all the way to the top of the tree and then the branch broke and I don't even know why that happened. And, and, he's, and not, he's like, that's yeah, no, almost verbatim, that guys. That is verbatim. And then he's like, yes. are you listening to me? And she's like, no, stop. <laughs> like, yes. That's so funny. Like, stop the car. But like, it's just really funny that she blatantly just like no i love maya she's it's so good she, yeah he's like why are you listening to my cool tree story and she's like shut up shut up and it's it's very funny because the last time you know two episodes ago the last time this group was on we talked about uh how sometimes this show reads like it's written for like three-year-olds uh-huh. like really little kids <laughs> And this very much reminded me of like kids talking. I'm trying about- to mom. I'm telling you a story, and mom is like trying to put the groceries away, and you're like, mom, come on, listen to me. I have a, it's a really good story. Please, uh, so good. It, it just it's very very funny. Like, yeah, it, like again. It's one of those things where it's like, so is like climbing a tree going to come up later? Because Power Rangers does no. that sometimes. No, of course no, not. Super no. not. This that's the whole. That's it. Like I said, it's it's uh, a surprisingly characterful moment for the both of them. But yeah, like she's like, no, stop, and he gets out of the car, and he's like, "Am I that boring?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very it's funny. It's so funny. I love that Leo. Leo is like, "Wait, was that a bad story?" <laughs> oh shit, that was a bad story. <laughs> I just tried uh, to mansplain trees to the tree girl. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, or like I'm. 
that honestly kind I'm of dying. relatable. I've had times where I told a story and then was like, hmm, that was nothing. <laughs> I, I just wasted a lot of time. Yep. Okay, well, great. Uh, so anyway, they get out. And again, this is cool. Special effects are against a green screen, mm-hmm. but like everything is composited pretty well. And we see them standing next to the car, which is real. Mm-hmm. And and they're real. And it it's like up against the tube of this uh skyway as the uh the the scorpion stinger like rises mm-hmm. up into view and it's like wow this is honestly pretty good and yep. then you know that's the best thing that happens in the episode well that, there's actually good stuff in this episode but in yeah. terms of like special in effects terms shots, of like power was, rangers original shit it's really yeah good. it was like wow <laughs> yeah. that's fucking pretty good tv show and then we cut to the theme song uh, you get an amazing scene of them running through this uh, this this this, yes. this this space tunnel while it's it, flames are going behind yep. them and like now now I I'm gonna be honest I don't really understand what Scorpius is doing I don't think they knew either the he's, writers he's, but like he's I, draining Terraventure for its energy well, or this, fuel. Well, this specific, this specific thing that he's doing is he's filling it up with fire and destroying this tunnel so that they can't. So that they can't get to the tunnel. So that they can't get to the mountain dome. He, they say the mountain dome has now been isolated. Yeah. They specifically yep. this actually is like explained, which is kind of neat. Because um, usually they don't explain anything. <laughs> yes. Now I will say uh, it is at this point, uh, and I actually. Um, Emily, I messaged, uh, your wife, uh, I, I, I DM'd your wife because, uh, she has been the, the major proponent of reminding us that there is air in space in Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately for her, at this moment, that theory is, say, is dealt a oh fatal no. blow. We've lost atmosphere in the mountain well, dome. I mean, clearly in the Power Rangers universe, atmosphere means something else. Oh. Because like they can breathe in space. We've seen I mean, it. Listen, <laughs> we've we've the, I'm gonna, you I'm know, gonna Occam's like, razor. level we have seen people breathe in space a lot of times. <laughs> it's not not once. Yeah. So like I'm still holding on yep. to that. There's because way more evidence. To that they can breathe in space and just one fan, line read like fan theory <laughs> is that uh is is that the moon has an atmosphere in power but I'm not yeah, even talking about I, the moon I'm the, talking the about Ninja when the Ninja Turtles, Turtles yeah yes you yeah. know that's that's what I was gonna say is but not the even just that, that like the, the stingwingers flying through space like how, what are they well, flying stingwingers on? are bugs but but what's her name um. No, uh, I'm not talking oh, about that's a good the, point. It, yes. Yeah, they I'm, don't not even, even I'm not even yeah. I'm not even talking about breathing. I'm talking about how does their wings propel them without yes. air. But you're uh, right. The Ninja Turtles and Sylvia? Carlos's little friend. Yeah, she was on it. Have yep. both just been in like exposed space. So it's like not just the moon. So I, I'm giving I'm saying that like Maybe they changed it, and they're going to be more consistent from here. I doubt it, though. Also, but, like, what about that time the meteor landed from space into TerraVenture, and no one talked about the dome breaking? There's so right. many things saying, like... <laughs> that said, at this specific moment, they do mention that, and I, I, I was like, well, that might be the first time they've, like, said that, so I am marking it. But, yes, I agree. <laughs> um, 
The shot of them uh, being thrown through the airlock by an explosion is not their best yeah. special effects no. work. I, it, I, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I've been. I've just. I've just gotten um, uh, some copy from uh, my assistant here, Cassie. Uh, okay. The, the mountain dome is replicating a different Earth biome and needs its atmosphere regulated to keep the plants and wildlife alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's also another bummer I wrote here in my notes, which is that all them animals is dead as hell, yeah. unfortunately. All the all the mountain animals they brought. We got no when we get to New Earth, no mountain lions. Nope. Sorry. Apologies. They're all dead now. Uh, uh, uh man, that's I don't want to think about that. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to what I was gonna say was I like how the commander guys like close the airlocks, but they don't know anyone's in the tunnel. Like they don't mm-hmm. even like check but like, and I could see, I could see the commander being like, "It's two people close the right. tunnel because it's fucking gonna kill everybody." This is the kind of stuff you see in a lot of of uh, space movies and whatever. That when there's a breach, but but the Power Rangers expertly dodges that by just not mentioning it at all. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, in, in like the 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 only like real life version of this like a submarine you would go ahead and close that yeah like that sucks but that's just sort of how it goes unfortunately um but that said he does not say it at all you're right they're they, just they like okay, no close idea those. anyone's in there <laughs> yeah um so we see kendricks and uh um and kai uh run out of the bridge to go uh I, I, I guess, I guess to go to the the mountain dome. They don't really mm-hmm. say. Um, but uh, they are met up with uh, Maya and Leo, who again survived being thrown a hundred feet by uh, a real good CGI explosion. I I don't understand how big TerraVenture is because they apparently just ran over there to the tower that's in the middle of this thing. TerraVenture is exactly as big as it needs to be <laughs> yeah. uh, at any specific time. I mean, that's what's wild is like. There was that line in the episode where Kai fell in love with that girl, which was like this. There's so many people that you'll never see that person again, probably. <laughs> yeah. And then also it's like, I know I can just like walk over to the other side of yeah. it easy. Uh, um, yeah, so I, 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 I guess to be generous, you could say that there was a time lapse between Kai and, and and Kendrick's in the in the station to being outside because it's probably like hallways and elevators and shit. Sure. And like maybe they grabbed a smart car, but yeah, it's pretty funny that they just meet up instantly. Yeah. <laughs> so they meet all they meet up, uh Damon shows up too. Um uh Trakina engages the energy drain. Well, we have to mention, too, that, like, Damon says specifically that if they can't fix the mountain dome, the entire colony has two to three hours to survive. Yep. Yeah, they say... They say how long until TerraVenture is dead, and I couldn't figure out if that meant, like, out of fuel yeah, or, cause or what. Yeah, because the, the, the commander guy, he said that, uh, he, that uh, Scorpius has rerouted all the power to the mountain dome and is draining, and there's a little animation where you see oh, little arrows okay, going there. Okay. So, okay. yeah. He's, I actually missed that. He's just basically sucking TerraVenture Drive from that dome right now. Okay, and they can't get to it. Yeah. But, you know what? Okay. Fair, fair, it's fair a pretty point. good villain plan, honestly. Yeah, a little, a little weird that I thought you know they showed the scorpion stinger using like gas, mm-hmm. like liquid gas, and now they're just like sucking quote unquote energy. But it's space. That's fine. That's not that crazy. Um, so 
So yeah, the Rangers are like, okay, so you know we're fucked unless we can do something about it. Let's uh, let's let's Ranger up and get over to the Mountain mm-hmm. Dome. Um, now they run away. They or they run towards uh, the the Mountain Dome, and then we see uh, Magna Defender pops out from behind a, a, a wall that he was hiding behind, uh, and is just like, "Ha It was really now. funny when he came up behind that wall. <laughs> it is very funny because uh, <laughs> normally. I mean, like, once or twice he's been in, like, TerraVenture, the city part, but usually he's in one of the, like, outer areas. But it is funny that he's just, yeah, they're like, in the Hello, middle of a city. They're right next to the I'm command center, and he's just also hiding here. behind a yeah. fucking fence. <laughs> uh, and he's like, finally, Scorpius is within my grasp. I'll crush him. And uh, pretty quick, we find out that um, uh, Magna Defender's plan... Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, the day has come for me to avenge my son. Uh, I'm going to destroy the mountain dome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to blow up the whole fucking dome, and that'll kill Scorpius. Now, also, Scorpius yeah. is not on the dome. Nope. I guess he just means... He's like, but he, he's he linked can't up. Get the he, energy. He's, yeah. he's linked up to the dome, yeah. and like if that dome exploded right above the ship, yeah. it probably would take the ship out. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I it guess would cause a shit reaction. really big... Like, like, how big the ship is, the dome's, like, way fucking bigger. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... No, I will say... I, I was going to say, most importantly, is that when Magna Defenders does that, it's going to destroy all of Terra Venture at the same time. Oh, yeah, I mean, Magna Defender, they've been doing the thing where he's like, doesn't care about civilian casualties. Mm-hmm. This will kill, like, I don't, well, again, we don't know how big Magna, uh, the, or sorry, how big Terra Venture is, yeah. but many, many people yeah, will yeah, die. At this point, he's basically gone. My plan is explicitly to murder everyone here to kill this guy. Yeah. 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 Like, um, when I, as I mentioned, I watched this with Michael. Um, they were like, in, in the intro, they're like, wait, isn't, is Magna Defender like fighting the Rangers? They're like, what? Is he a good guy? And I'm like, well, he's an anti hero. And then this scene happened. I'm like, yeah, that explains, that explains everything. Like, you see, <laughs> he's, an, he's an anti hero, but, but like, definitely is more towards like, I will part. just kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, um, so, that said, uh, and and uh, Emily, I don't want you to to take offense to this. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. slamming you. I, but genuinely, I do sort of wish you had watched this episode because I don't know what the fuck this big pit of fire is. It's a volcano. Okay. I mean, I didn't watch sure. the episode, but that's what it is. Yeah. Right? Yes, that's true. It's <laughs> a fair point. So There's basically, lots of volcanoes like, in Japan, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, okay, fair, fair enough. I guess I, I meant like in context of the episode, but yeah, yes, no, it's I'm totally like, I'll, I'll, a volcano. I'll let you know when I get to it. Like, uh, don't worry. But, but basically, Magna Defender's plan to destroy the Mountain Dome is to just like it seems like the idea he's go- is he's gonna like overload this volcano with energy and it'll blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would maybe say if you need a a biome in your very fragile space station to not put a volcano in it. I mean, you need <laughs> but you need to bring your volcano back <laughs> with you to space to New Earth because then you won't you wouldn't have any volcanoes otherwise, and that's not gonna like the, you need the biodiversity <laughs> maybe, of everything. Maybe it just maybe it's just made to look like a volcano, but it's like a reactor. 
Uh, oh, it's possible. Oh, it's like when they do the cell towers that they disguise like, like a tree. Like he's yeah. blowing up the fuel yeah. that that like Scorpius is sucking in, and it's gonna fucking yeah. fuck him up, kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, though. That's just a, that's just a that's just a theory. Yeah, a when Ranger you get your blow <laughs> blow suck mixed up, is always bad. <laughs> um, so. So uh, that, you guys that, hear my wife? Yeah, that fuck that. off was absolutely yeah. audible. Yes, uh, thank you. It was very I'm so funny. Happy. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so he is trying to overload this volcano and blow up the mountain dome. The Rangers uh, run onto the mega ship, and Alpha is like, "Hello, I'm still on the show. Uh, the Magna Defender is going to kill everybody. It's it's <laughs> bad." And the, uh, they're like, "Okay, well." I guess we'll go stop that. Anyway, goodbye, Alpha. Uh-huh. And I know Alpha stops showing up at some point in the season. Yeah. They just like don't he, use he him anymore. He hasn't been on I, that much. Like I almost forgot he was you on. No, he's been in like four yeah. episodes. Yeah. I just keep being like, "That's is this the last time? Mm-hmm. Who knows?" Um, but yeah. So, uh, Magna Defender is is doing this. The Rangers show up in the Megazord, uh, and like. Oh, sorry. Magna actually like got in his Torozord form mm-hmm. and to do this. So the Rangers show up in their Megazord form and are like, "You'll destroy the whole colony." And Magna Defender's like, "I don't care. Mm-hmm. Have I not made this clear?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they start fighting. Um, Scorpius says, "Hey, what's up?" Uh, Magna Defender is trying to stop us. Let's send a monster. Here is the freaky tiki. Yep. I mean, listen, if you're not watching it with us, if you've ever seen like the the um the fucking episode of uh Scooby Doo with the tiki monster, it's just that. Like yep. it's just all the they just shoved all the stereotypes into one thing. Yep. Uh and it's just a big guy with a big mask. It's really and- sucks cuz like it's it's a it's a, like this episode plenty of times. I'm like, this is a good episode. And then he shows up and I'm like, wait, no, it isn't. Yes. <laughs> and the other thing is like, it seems like they may be, cause they don't, he doesn't have an accent. None of his powers no. have like a fun name. It almost seems oh, like they were entirely like, on Ginga man. Yeah. Like, right. That's kinda... what I was going to say. It, it almost seems like the American team was like, well, I mean, we can't not, like clearly, I don't that's think they what that it is. Because no. they still call them freaky tiki. Yeah, yeah. But like, like, let's use this monster. Call him that because that's what they reminded it reminded them of, and then that was it. They just didn't care anymore because that was just that's the monster they, yeah. this week. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to the plot at all, which almost makes it suck more. Yeah. Like it's um, like if if not he, this monster is so little in this episode. It's like if, yes. if it wasn't in it, the episode would barely change. Mm-hmm. And like it literally, if it was just a big stingwinger, it would be the same yep. episode. It wouldn't matter. Um. So you know, this monster shows up and and goes to fight. Uh. The something that actually I I think is interesting happens here, which is that. Magna Defender is is doing that is like you know hitting the energy into the thing. The Rangers are trying to stop him, but can't really. Uh, and then um, the Toro Zord yep. like disengages from Magna yeah, it's Defender. Like it doesn't want to be part of this anymore. It, it yeah it it turns on him yep. basically, which is interesting. I 
because because the Torah Zord, I guess uh, you know the the Zords this season are like alive. Yep, and I the Toro Zord is is basically one of them. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, nope, this is. Yep. Hey, dude, this is too fucked this up. This is this I'm is the here. line. You've crossed it. I'm not going with you there. Bye. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Magna Defender is is like shocked by this, and then he gets attacked by the monster. <laughs> and then he's shocked by the staff of Freaky Tiki. He gets yes. stabbed in the back. Yeah. yeah, he does. It's. I wish uh, a cooler monster had done this. Otherwise, because it would have been a pretty cool scene. Yeah. But like, nah, yeah. it's, it sucks. <laughs> uh, now Leo shows up, and uh, or sorry, our, the all the Rangers show up. Yeah. Sorry, and Leo picks up uh, Magna and like they run away. The rest of the team stays to fight the monster. While Leo, Leo does tries knock to get the him. monster away first, but yeah. Like. Yes. While Leo tries to get him to safety. And then there is a really good Leo on like 20 Stingwingers fight. It fucking yeah. rules. Uh, like, and Magna Defender, and it also, it's not just a good fight. Magna Defender is like, I have like fucked you over so many times and you're getting really beat up to try to save me. And I'm like now being like, Oh, do I suck? Maybe like, (laughs) (laughs) am I maybe not a good person? Cause he's too hurt to, to fight after uh, getting stabbed. Um, but Leo is able to take them all out. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's so fucking good. I'm rewatching it right now, and like, and Leo does get really fucked up, but it's like, it's he still wins, and it's sick. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very good. And then my uh, he uh, Magna Defender lets slip like, you know, you're you're always fighting for good, but it's futile, and your brother is the same. And Leo's like, what? And this is where we get the the full on backstory, which we've ta- kind of talked about already. But mm-hmm. uh, basically, um, now I will say, I had to go back and look at some stuff. So Magna Defender's explanation is that when he fought Tretron thousands of years ago, he was hit into a big canyon, and then the canyon closed. The like yep. the the crevice closed up on him, and he was trapped there. For thousands of years, uh, and then it opened again, and Mike fell into mm-hmm. it. And there's actually a cool bit where he throws his yeah. sword to like catch Mike. Uh, Almost like kind of like skewers him to the wall, but it only catches like Mike's shirt, <laughs> right? Uh, and then he he possesses him. Though the the phrasing is very strange. Uh-huh. He says, "I stole your brother's spirit by switching yeah. life forces w- w- with him." I don't know what the fuck w- which that Which makes means. it lo- which makes it sound like Mike's soul is in the Magna Defender's body and it died on that planet or is still trapped there or something. But that's sure, not what happened. But either. we'll find out that's not what happened. It, yeah, he it, just it, possesses his, his, him. Yeah, his explanation yeah. makes no sense. But they just kind of fused. Is what happened. Yeah, yeah like right. Um, the qu- now the thing I wanted to say is like. So were did he fight Treacheron on Miranoi? He yeah, he must have because that, that was the planet. That's but, the only way that makes any sense. But, but Scorpius <laughs> didn't know where the Quasar Sabers were at the beginning of the season. So wait, uh, really? He didn't? They had the fight? No. That, well, 
they found like, them. Very they found fast. them, but like they didn't know they were there previously. So like it doesn't make a ton of sense, mm. but whatever. It's fine. It's uh, they, they so, yeah. must have been on, Mer- on Mernoy for for unrelated reasons in in the past. Yes. Uh, it, it it further doesn't make sense because like also that's where he let the lights of Orion free. Right. On that whatever and, planet that the Chetron got him on. And literally the second after that happened to Mike, the entire planet turned to stone, uh-huh. and we see in this, it's not. Yep. Like, like he just climbs out, and he's it like, was a What's little, up? Yeah, because, like, it doesn't mean, because the Power Rangers aren't there. It's not like he shows right. up, and, like, they're, yeah, and it's also a completely different area that he comes up in, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't fucking know. Uh... My theory is that, dimension all in that mystical all mystical chasms actually go to the same place. <laughs> That's Mario the, that is, is also literally there. Literally, the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> uh, anybody who's ever fallen down in a bottomless pit in a video game, all chilling in the same place. Yeah, it's like it's my... like the Magnet Defenders down there, but he's surrounded by Mario corpses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there've been so many Mario's that have died. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, he he says. You know, so that's what I did, and and I got out, and uh, I'm gonna destroy destroy Scorpius. And Leo's like, "Wait, so my brother is still alive?" And Magna Defender is like, "Yes, that's what I just explained. He <laughs> is inside of me, uh, and when I get really mad, it hurts." I get the anime heart disease yep. because Mike is good, yep. and I'm an asshole, yep. and so it hurts me. Um. So and, and he's also like, unless you destroy me, your brother is never going to be free. And he kind of is like, kill me, Leo. Fucking do it. Yeah. Yep. And then he's like, so why don't you kill me, you fucking little bitch? And he like throws. <laughs> Come on, you pussy. You, yeah, basically, he, he pretty, like he pulls his sword. He's, he's literally like, here, I'll make it easy. Yep. It'll be self-defense. Uh-huh. I'll fucking fight you. Mm-hmm. Kill me. Uh, and I was like, Jesus, this is. I mean, this I know fucking, that it's like a. Yeah. It, it's like tragic, uh-huh. and that's the point. But it's like really rough. Yeah, for, for, for kids, so <laughs> for this, this is some real shit right there. It's 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 weirdly dark. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's like, nope, I'm not gonna kill you. Uh, I only fight evil, and you're not evil. Uh, you're you know misguided or, or hurt. Yeah, or whatever, you know, But I'm not gonna destroy. He you. was about to murder everyone there, though. So you sure, Leo? But but it's because he's like so fucking it's like traumatized. He, it's it's is more the like idea. yeah, I like, guess Leo like still thinks he can be saved. Yeah, is the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Leo like, is so optimistic. Is he's got the himbo energy where he thinks no one has right. ever passed the line. The, other, the thing to remember about evil in po- the Power Rangers universe is that the people who yes. are evil are people who go. I would like to kill yep. everyone, and people are like, "Why would you like to do that?" And they're like, "Cause I love it. It's great." They're they're the ones who have their membership card for Team Evil. It's like yes, it's, it's a yeah. thing you are. It's not a thing you do in Power Rangers. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Uh, so um, he's like, you know, so Leo leaves, and and Magna is like, oh my God, God Leo, huh? I used to be honorable like him, mm-hmm. and then there is a. Flashback to his son. I love his I son love so much. I love every time we see Zika because it's just a little kid in that armor. He's so cute. <laughs> He's like, I want to, I can't wait to grow up and fight evil like you. And again, it is like comically dark because uh-huh. it's this like adorable scene. Yep. And then it, 
it cuts to the other flashback where his little child gets murdered. And it's just like, it really feels like it's like a parody of a noir where the main character's backstory is like too sad. Uh Like, and they're playing it as like a joke. Like that's, you know, we, we said it before. If this little kid was not in armor and it was just a child, this would be like really, it would be unacceptable. They never would have aired this. Yeah. Right. So anyway, he's he's having this flashback. Uh the Rangers are the other Rangers are fighting the monster. Uh and to underscore what we said earlier about this monster not mattering, Leo shows yep. up, they they summon the lights of Orion and then they yep. kill him and that's it. Like it's just Yeah, they, he becomes big for a bit and yeah. there's a fight, sure. oh, but they, it's like it's not a lot. Yeah. They, they, do they? Um, they do like summon the lights of Orion on the Megazord. Which have we seen that happen before? Because yeah, last yes. okay, episode. Okay, yeah. Uh, last yeah. episode. Yeah, okay. But but yeah, it's. I I will say I continue to be a little disappointed that the finishing move with the lights doesn't use the swords. Mm-hmm. They just like. T- turn into light and like dash through them i i wish that that it was like a it's, cool it's, slash it's i like the theme the idea of it because i think the idea is that the lights of ginga or the sorry the lights of orion is like a even it's called lights it's supposed to be a single light mm-hmm. and then and they, they like split it one yeah. so but the idea of them returning into like fusing in the one mm-hmm. to do a cool attack is cool yeah. but it's like they could have made it like a look a little better and they well, can like maybe utilize a like sword power up and then they don't use the swords so that's kind of my only like yeah, yeah. it's a sword it. and yes. claw which is like yeah which they used really well last episode when like yeah uh, leo mm-hmm. did his like super fire finisher where he, he did like a fire claw and fire sword and a cross and it was like really cool but yeah yeah so the monster gets big they they get into the megazord and kill him immediately yep. so like again it's like it super doesn't matter, so it sucks that it's this <laughs> that that that's the monster. But um, they then uh, so then Scorpius bails. Like that's it. He's just like uh, yep. you know, I've we been got defeated. Yeah, we have enough Peace. to survive. Whatever before yes. they pay attention to um, us and bye. I want to say we're thirteen minutes into this twenty-minute episode, and like. All the fighting is yep. done. There's just like you know, it's got, it's got to deal with the fact that minutes. that Terra Venture is about to blow up now. Right. So now, um, uh, Alpha contacts the Rangers and says, uh, "The pit is at critical temperature." Yep. Uh, which, again, I understand now it is definitely a, a volcano. Yep. I wasn't paying super close attention and I was just like, why is there just a hole filled with fire? I don't understand <laughs> what, the, what this is. <laughs> like, it, uh, but yeah, they try to get near it and uh, it's too hot. The, the flames, like, I mean, it's not just too, too like ambient hot. It's like, it's attacking them with fire. It's yeah, it, fire shooting out at them. I mean, a dodge yeah. flames, like, uh, now again, I understand Magnet Defender is going through a lot of shit at this moment. There is a very funny part now where he just like looks at them fighting and is just like, "Boy, s- sucks to be them. They're <laughs> trying real hard." Uh, but uh, well, you know, he's, he's like, he's he, well, what really he says yeah. is he, he says like they're willing to sacrifice themselves to yes. stop this. I, that you know, I I I at one time would have done that, but that was right. long ago. 
Yeah. Like, like he's getting like inspired by them a bit, but it's still not yes. quite enough to push him over the edge. Um, the Rangers get demorphed. Uh, and he says, you know, like, uh, but I, my revenge, I, and then he that says, was a, my, like, he, he pretty much, like, there's no subtlety. He's like, that was a long time ago before I became obsessed with revenge. And it's like yes. his whole character right there. <laughs> and then he says he's failed his son. And then his son appears to him as a ghost holding flowers and basically has this conversation with his 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 ghost son where he's like hey you're a knight in shining armor you have to save all these innocent people that's like what yep. you're you do and he's like no that man's dead when you died he was destroyed long ago <laughs> and uh just being real real broody uh, and his his son's just like nope that that warrior is still inside your heart you know and you can do it you can fight for what's right and honor my memory and we'll always be together and uh, gives him these flowers. Um, I want to say I found out later that this is like in the Gingaman this is like an early scene. But they like put it at the end here. I I can't remember exactly. But well, I'll let you know. But it doesn't. Yeah. I don't get that vibe, but who knows? Okay. Maybe it is. Um, but yeah, so he 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 says, I, I still believe in you, Father. And, and he's like, no, wait, Zika. And uh, the ghost fades away. Uh, and so Magna Defender takes these flowers um, and is like, okay, here we go. And uh, he stands up. And and says, "Well, I know what I must do," and he makes a like a force field around the uh, the volcano to prevent the rangers from following. We mix following it, we mix it around the rangers. Oh yes, that's right. Sorry, he yeah, throws his sword right. down and it makes a big force field thing. And it's actually a really good shot where they're like they're banging on the force field, and it's like the 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 edge of the painted glass that they're banging on is in frame. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can see wood on the edge of the glass. Like, uh, and he says, I've got to stop. Only I can stop this, uh, this energy. Neutralize this energy. My hatred for energy. Scorpius caused this evil. And like said that. Yeah. And, like, and then he tells him, don't worry about your brother. And the other Rangers just look confused. And Leo's like, no, stop. Um, then there's the part that made me really sad because I have pets, mm. which is that Torozord tries to stop him from 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 sacrificing himself, and I was like, "Oh, the big robot is sad." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he tells him, "Like, nope, old friend. Like, I gotta do this." And uh, I still don't really understand, like what he does, but it doesn't matter in terms of plot. He he walks up to where this energy is like pulsing and uh does he like oh he like dissipates into energy and then like yes i will i had to say this before before we get there which is that the shot of him like stumbling while fire is around him 
and then the yeah. fire like flashes up, and it's him like striding confidently with his yes. son next to him. He was like holding his hand. It's really cute. And then, it, and then it flashes, and he's stumbling again. And he, well, he's the like, only... and he's like, "I'm proud of you, Zika." And he's like, "No, I'm proud of you, Father." I mm-hmm. I literally wrote down like this show doesn't deserve this show. Yeah. Like it's too good. This is the it is kind of Ginga Man. It's also kind of a reverse. Kamehameha with Goku's ghost and stuff, you know, it's this the same kind of idea and principle. It's pretty cool. Yes, it's very, very, very mm-hmm. good. And uh, and then, yeah, he, I don't know, turns into energy and, and fixes the problem. Uh, it doesn't matter, really, like I said, what he does, but he 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 fixes the the uh, the dome and and uh, uh, you know, reverses the energy or whatever it is, uh- and and die and dies. Yeah, I, I really like how, uh, like, because uh, he stuck the Rangers in like a force field of some kind, and there's like a a, a plastic sheet or, or something, and there's a, there's one shot yes. where you see them all pressed up against it. You can see the frame of this glass like on the edge of the screen in one shot. Yeah, I mentioned that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Emily mentioned okay. it, but but like no, but it is very yeah. funny. Like you could see because it's not. You can a also one see shot. fingerprints you... on the panes of the glass yep. and stuff yes. like that. Like. <laughs> It's very funny. Um, the other thing is that uh, he used his sword to do this, mm-hmm. to, to make the shield. So when he dies, the shield goes away, but then like Leo just picks up his sword out of the ground. And he's like, the magnet um, offender will live forever. Because I think like Kendrick says he's dead, and then he picks it up and goes, no, he'll live forever. <laughs> yeah. This man, the sword is so fucking mm-hmm. cool. It's one of my favorite. It's it's like, always like it, it's it's kind of using a sword cheat code, which is it's like stabbed into the ground and sticking out of the ground, which is always the coolest way you can show a sword ever in any like setting. Yes. So yeah. Uh but it does rule and uh then Alpha says uh, oh, you guys saved everybody, and Kendrick says, no, we didn't. He did. And Leo is just, like, looking at the sword, holding it. And then Mike comes from behind a rock, mm-hmm. uh, still wearing, like, his armor that, that he had on last time we saw him. Just, like, same guy, basically. Because I guess he's just been, you know, He's just been, yeah, temporarily this guy. But he's just been in, in stasis this yeah. whole time, I guess. And uh, they all run and give him a big hug. And then Leo, very, it was a very heartfelt, like, uh, brother reunion. It's very sweet. And, yeah. And it's cute. I like it. It's a good episode. Yeah. Man. yeah. I really like this episode. Like, I think, like, I, li- I, I kind of joked about the fact that they gave him a bunch of character uh, development and then killed him, but like I think they the the Magna Defender arc was done like pretty well. He's he's a dude who's like basically completely broken by like what happened to him, and and it's one of those things where like you know like like people have talked about this, but if if Darth Vader like lived, it's not like he would have been able to be rehabilitated to be no, like not a really, normal right. guy after that can, can you imagine like, like the only- post vader anakin skywalker just like hanging out with the rebels like hey everyone's no, just staring the, at the him the best you yeah. can do is like is like i did a cool heroic sacrifice yeah. once you've 
kind of gone that yeah. far. And so I think it's it's a nice little arc for for him. And the the stuff with Zika is is very very cool and and well done and everything. And I really like it. It's a good episode. Uh, and basically, the only thing that sucks about it is the stupid fucking <laughs> yeah. monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good it's a good one. I I had a good time with this. It's like it's like you know it's it's interesting because like the last episode wrapped up or two episodes ago wrapped up the um uh the lights of Orion stuff, mm-hmm. and now we've wrapped up the other like yep. plot that was happening. So now there's like thirty more yep. episodes. With, with like so I don't know what happens next I, really. this is the, in, the idea of the yeah. first third of the season I guess that was the first arc yeah so so I'm, I'm curious to see what happened next I do see in the preview that next episode is the one where Leo rips his shirt off <laughs> while screaming in defiance. which is exciting so like I'm yeah. I'm pretty excited about that <laughs> Uh, I, I want to say since it's like you know the last time we're going to see the Magna Defender in his current iteration. Uh-huh, yes, I think he's probably my favorite Sixth Ranger so far. Like I know he's not he, the Sixth Ranger, but he kind of is. And I yeah, kind of agree. Or at least like the art, the intro arc, because yeah. you know I I kind of said it before, but like the like the Green Ranger. Is cool. I, I'm not. I still think the Green Ranger arc is is very well done. But but Tommy is brainwashed. Yeah. Like it's not a like difference of uh like the way to do things or or anything like that. It's just he is brainwashed and he's evil. And then um like the White Ranger is not really an arc. It's just like well, well there's a thing and then it's Tommy mm-hmm. and then uh. Let's see. So then Gold Ranger is like fine, but that's not really that is it's weird because he's just like, no, I you can't find out who I am. And the only reason is because they wanted it to be a mystery. There's no like character stuff going on. Really? It's just like it's very shallow. Yeah. And then um, I like Zane a lot, but Zane is like. But like I like him as like a fun yeah. guy, not like as right. like a. Z- he doesn't have a good sixth ranger dynamic, I guess. No, because because Zane doesn't have really like you find out he's on the ship in stasis, and I I could be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure like two episodes later he's just up and being Zane. It's not like a arc. Yeah. Well, uh, also he really. just keeps leaving. Like I don't know, like yes, like, he that doesn't too. he doesn't have like a he he's a fun character. But he doesn't have like an interesting story attached to him. Yeah, well, that I would was agree. a pretty cool story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is a good, good like. Full, also, the character technically dies, which means you get an entire character arc for for him before you. He's even like quote unquote the sixth ranger, which is interesting. Yeah. So. So like yeah, I like him a lot too. He also looks awesome. I said that before. Like I think the full armor and cape look rules, definitely way up there for me. Like yeah. I really really like him so far. So 
I'm curious to see how yeah. it is with I, Mike. I, as I just also want to say, I just looked it up because the end of this episode and the fact that the preview for the next episode was a kind of a generic uh, next, like next time on Power Rangers, exciting things, but like no specific plot details. I looked up the air dates and there was like a, a big hiatus between this episode and the next one. It was like May to, May okay. to September. So there was like kind of a, this, this was kind of a mid-season finale. So this is like, if sure, you feel yeah. like the, the arcs, all the arcs so far have been concluded, that's pretty much like on purpose, I guess. Which is yeah, kind of how I they want- do... Sorry, I was just going to say, I wondered about the preview because the preview shows so much. It's like, they shows new Zords and yeah. shit. It shows like a whole storyline yeah, with the- like Leo wanting to give the sword back to Mike. Like, it just seems like a lot. So it might be more of like a preview of the next few episodes. Yeah, it's, it's a preview of the next quote-unquote season. It could just all happen in yeah. one episode, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it, it feels similar to how they do Power Rangers yeah. now, which is like t- yeah. two seasons, basically. Yeah. Like they, Big they, breaks in between. Like a high yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. this is this is a completely different franchise, but the, the CW shows, like the like Arrow and The Flash, they always have a Christmas break, yeah. and there's always like a mid-season finale yeah. there. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of like that, too. Yeah. So it's it's cool. It's a it's a good wrap up of like everything that's hap- that's currently happening, and uh, yeah, I mean, and the that stuff. I really like all the Magnet Defender stuff, and I'm I'm very curious to see where we go from here because I just don't know that much about this season, which I've said before. But but yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see where we go. Um, I don't. I have like no memories of Mike the character whatsoever, so yeah. I'm curious to see. Like, what it's my first time watching a series at all, so like I'm, I, and, like I'm really liking it so far. Uh, yeah, me too. I think that's that. I agree. Um, so uh, I ha- do have a couple questions. Um, if you have a question, send it to us at Teens with Two on Twitter or Teenagers with Attitude or sorry, Teens with Two at Gmail dot com. Uh, is our email address. Uh, and let's see. We've got a couple here. So I said, ask us about heroic sacrifices, ghost possession, tacky bar or tavern decor styles. Uh, by the way, t- it's more than tacky, but that was just the easy way to answer the, ask mm-hmm. the question. Uh, Casey asks, um, what tacky theme would your own TWA gym and juice bar mm. have? I mean, it would be the Angel Grove Jim and yeah. Juice Bar. <laughs> I honestly think, like, that's the that's an easy answer, but like that, like, because when I think about the Jim and Juice Bar, the other thing that looks like it in my head is the '90s Taco Bell, yeah. like aesthetic. If you Google '90s Taco Bell, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's just like geometric shapes randomly placed in a cup in like three colors I, and it's i feel like, like i would do the angel grove juice and jimmy juice bar but then also like put stuff in it that references twa and maybe yeah. like, That'd like be i don't know there would be a pachinko machine there yes. for sure <sighs> um <laughs> and there'd be like a high score on if it says rocky J- just in general you know like <laughs> i i'm surprised that if if that trend has started, I'm I'm surprised that I haven't seen it. That there, there's not a big wave of retro, nostalgic '90s styled, uh, you know, bars and restaurants and stuff that have gone around. Because I feel like with what? with us being the the age we are, like we we'd be the prime uh, clientele to go there. Oh, I I I am not. 
I am ashamed to say that I would eat that up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, if, if, if like one 90s style McDonald's opened up that was like identical to 90s McDonald's in every way in there, and like they had the Flintstones movie toys if you buy a Happy Meal or something, I would fucking eat that up. I would go there. <laughs> I would be a sucker for this. I feel like people have talked about this, but like, and maybe people who are like cultural historians understand this more. I feel like eighties nostalgia has lasted for like yeah. 15 years yeah. now. And I don't understand why we haven't moved like full into it's probably 90s something nostalgia. to do with Reagan and how uh, like there's a big nostalgia for that um, era for a variety of reasons. I guess it's, I've Googled uh, bar aesthetics, mm-hmm. which uh, hasn't given me a ton of good shit. But I will say that uh, I'm going to link this to you. This one is styled like the bar is in the center and it is styled like a oh, merry-go-round. Really cool. And that's not like what I would do in my house, but it does look cool as hell. Um yeah, I mean '90s or like I will also say that like when I was a ki- when I was like just out of college, I bought some like tiki stuff because I, you know, I was 22 and I didn't know what to like how to f- flavor my kitchen, and I just didn't. I don't know. It's like I'm not super uh, handy with that stuff, and I just like bought some stuff. I don't have it anymore, but like I, I think. There, there's many ways to. Though I'm looking at this, and it's like almost all of these are just like ah, it's like reclaimed nice wood, and I'm like I don't have the money to buy real wood bar furniture, so it's, that one's out for me. So I don't know really. I'm not sure what I would do. Nineties is like, I think if I had like a bar room in my house, that would definitely be what I would go for because it'd just be fun. But yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Casey also asks, who's the coolest ghost? Who is the worst ghost? Uh, the coolest ghost is, um, the, 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 the ghost uncle from, uh, uh, the Casper movie that farts a lot. That's the coolest one. What? And what's the question again? <laughs> what's the who's the coolest ghost and who's the worst ghost? Coolest I, ghost. Okay, so you think the that fat so the the, the big fat uh-huh, joke yeah, is the rules. coolest one? The what's, big fat I mean, joke. I don't get it. What's wrong with him? Wasn't nineties Casper? Mean, he he's kind of. <laughs> I got you know. Now that you've said <laughs> that, fair point. I didn't really consider that because I suck. Uh, I I also was genuinely struggling to think of ghosts with like names i feel like genuinely or generally when i think of ghosts i'm like the sheet ghosts i don't i have like a um uh, amina mar from 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 shaman king is the only that's coming to my head now (laughs) he's pretty cool he's a samurai i was about to say say beetlejuice but he tries to statutory rape a little girl no that's not good that's Um, not a great answer either you could say like the cartoon version of beetlejuice he's like very toned down i like (laughs) him that's a good one. Him and him and like that girl are friends, and they aren't like enemies. And it's like it's, it's completely Man, different than the fucking I know movie. That, I know it's that so literally wild. everyone has made this observation, but going if you've only saw the cartoon Beetlejuice and then you watched the movie, what an absolutely wild 
swing. I mean, as a kid, I saw the cartoon before I saw the movie, (laughs) and it was weird. Cool, fun adventures. Oh wait, what's happening? Sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, like Slimer is kind of cool from Ghostbusters. He's gross, which was Uh, '80s kids for cool, I guess. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's just. I don't know. I kind of enjoy him, I guess. But like, uh, hmm. No, I think Simon was saying gross, uh, complimentary. I yeah, think no, that he's was gross. Saying, I mean, he's yeah, slimy. Yeah. You know, it's the Nickelodeon thing, right? From the late '80s to like the mid '90s, it was the the age where all the kids wanted gross shit. That's what Ivan Ooze was like tapping into when he was like going for the kids in the movies. Like kids liked gross stuff, and that's what was cool about Slimer back in the day. I like the ghost from. Hikaru no Go, who's just a ghost that really wants to play Go and possesses a child so that they can play Go via a child's body. Oh, I have an answer. Honestly? <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but he's a cool guy. He's nice. Go ahead. <laughs> Me? Uh, Cecil from Ghost Trick. Ghost is such a good game and like Oh sure, yeah. that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. He's so cool. And like, there, like there's that. the twist about this ghost's actual identity in that game that is really cool. But even if you go by the art of Sissel, like the guy that Sissel was, which is like some kind of cool guy with like a moon shaved head and shades and a red suit, he just looks really cool. Also, so yeah. There you go. I actually I looked up a list because I need I needed help, and now I have a couple answers. Uh, so, uh, my first, first one I really like is Danny Phantom. I liked that show when I was like a little too old for it. Good, good cartoon. Uh, ghost superhero along the same lines. Uh, ghost rider, technically a ghost. And I don't know how you beat a flaming skull head man on a motorcycle. That's pretty good. I don't know that much about the character, but whatever he looks awesome so there you go uh worst ghost uh hmm. that's so <laughs> I, I kind of hate all of the casper ghosts yeah, to be honest. casper included yeah. casper's kind of irritating casper is not like i i feel like we're far enough away from boomer nostalgia that we can come out and loud and say it, that Casper has always sucked. Casper was never good. Uh, I I kind of like that '90s movie with Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci. I kind of liked it too. But I was a stupid kid, and like even that was trying to tap into boomer nostalgia back then, and it was based on a bad well, cartoon. I, I- I, I feel like what what like at I mean at the time for me I liked the girl in it I thought yes. she was cool like yeah, she was great. a cool character like that's why I liked it not because of Casper you know like <laughs> uh, I have my actual uh, answer that I thought of myself instead of googling a list of good fictional ghosts uh, Litwick from Pokemon <laughs> I love Litwick he's adorable Litwick is he's, really good he's a little candle Sh- Chandelure is good too but Chandelure is great too. But I, I like the little candle guy. He's adorable. Uh, so there you go. Gengar is also pretty good. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. M asks, if you could be certain uh, that the ghost wouldn't hurt anyone and would return your body unharmed afterwards, would you let one possess you? 
Uh, yes, for horny reasons. <laughs> I'm just gonna, sure. I'm not gonna lie. As if it was a hot ghost who was like, I'm gonna possess you and do sexy stuff, I'm gonna be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Let's go. Let's I, do it. I, I guess my, I would be like, I would ask why. And if it was like, so I can say goodbye to my wife, and or then so I, I can had, fuck. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had that disclaimer that I would be like, sure. If it was just like, so I can like, well, honestly, even if it was just like, so I can go walk around, like that would also be fine. You know, Eat who am I to deny that? Yeah, that's fine. I guess the only like, if it was like, oh, so I, I'm just going to like live 30 years in your body and then give it back to you. That's no good. But otherwise, yeah, probably. You want it? You want a day? Sure, I can give you that. I don't really have a problem with that. Uh, what about you, Simon? Uh, I know. No, I don't think I would let a ghost possess my body, even with these assurances. That's that's, that's legit. Yeah. That is fair. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's also fair to say I just, no. I, I, it's it's kind of it's pretty I, invasive. Yeah, I just don't want to give up control of my body for any period of time. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I want I want to stay in it. Could it be me? Yeah. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very fair. I think that's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I, 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 I feel like my initial answer was also no, and then I thought oh, about like wait, if a ghost I know what the best ghost was like, is. What? What's just best? Boo ghost? from Mario. Yeah. Boo is. Gr- I mean, Boo oh, is the best. a great design. I love. The and if I want to go for even for further, Boo at. Mm-hmm. Booette, oh, Booette is the horny one the from the flavors. yeah. That's the like. mm. oh, Vivian from yes, fucking Paper Vivian Mario. Is great. Yeah, she's yeah. It. Yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Trans ghost girl lover. Great. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, very good. Good answers. Uh, uh, so, and then finally, Comics Cowboy asks, which host is most likely to sacrifice themselves for the group, and who would they possess to get a second shot at life? <laughs> Uh, I would do it, and then I would. Well, I was gonna say I I would possess Simon because he just told me not oh, to. No. But I would probably that's really possess, mean. Possess Emily because she just gave the big old green life. Yeah, green light, there you go. So, <laughs> so it worked out. Oh my God. Um, I I I feel like uh, I I put others above myself a lot in my life, so I I could see me self sacrificing in a scene. Even though that's not great, that's not a great thing. What's what's so funny about (laughs) these kinds of questions is like, I feel like in general, my if someone was like, "Hey, if like five of your friends were gonna die and you could save them by dying, would you do it?" My answer is usually yes. But also, like, what fucking scenario is that that I'm ever yeah, gonna? Yeah, I'm assuming like experience. if I'm like an anime character in this yeah, scenario, like, or like some just, crazy shit happening. That's never it's gonna like, come it's a, it's up. Some, it's a, like a, a saw scenario, basically. You're in the trap from the saw movies, and you have to sacrifice yourself for your friends. That's basically the only scenario yeah. where that might happen. P- I I remember like being a teen and like. Thinking like, oh, I love this girl so much, I would die for you. And it's like, what? In what scenario? Like, what? <laughs> it's, it's like kind of a useless, like, com- well, or, like in the tr- you know, compliment in, or in, a, in a specific iteration of the trolley problem, I would like put myself on the track <laughs> to stop the trolley. Oh, uh, so there you go. We would we would all do it. We love each other very much. 
so thanks for sending your questions. Um, yeah, if you have any more, send them to us at teens with two on Twitter or teenagers with at, or sorry, God damn it, or teens with two at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, come back next week for kind of a big episode, I guess. We've got a, got a lot of the stuff going on in the show. The premiere of the second, third of Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. It, it's so funny. I don't mean to be mean to like, and, and it, I, I also know how much it sounds like my shit is the mm-hmm. best, like when I, from when I was little, but I just like the new Zords. I don't even like dislike the Galaxy Megazord. Mm-hmm. It's just like in the later seasons when they get new Zords, I'm like, oh, they're different. Yeah. I guess it's because it's it's like, it's it, it's the problem of volume. Like they they have too much now, and yeah. it doesn't feel special anymore. The the, the yeah, I, I, I think just re- I feel like again like. I feel like Power Rangers, like Mighty Morphin, kind of did the best. Where like they had the main, they had the main Megazord, they had a friend mm-hmm. Zord that could mix with the main Megazord, and then they had an Ultra Zord, and that's perfect. Yeah. You don't need yeah. full on other Zord sets, you know. Like, and when you get, you know, when you, I feel like when they did it, when they were still doing like the first three seasons, right, where it's like. uh we, everything else is the same, but this is, we got new Zords and it's because like a whole, it's a whole season break. Like when it's that big of a deal, I do still think it's cool in the newer seasons where it's like, you know, and I, there is something to like the modular Zords they do sometimes, mm-hmm. Simon, like where it's like, this is a new yeah. arm. That stuff can be fun. But the the seasons where it's like we go through, we just go through like four different yeah, megazords, or even honestly in space, I was just like, I don't yeah. care. Like, there's two. This is too many robots, and and too many yeah, robots. It's an embarrassment like, of robots. Stop it, Power Rangers. Yeah, there's yes, about to be like four different many. Power Rangers show in a movie at the same time, or something, and we're about to be inundated yeah. with new toys that we're going to be expected to buy from all directions. So uh, brace yourselves. Do you, do you, Simon, have all of the Dino? Uh, I have Fury the main ones. Zords? I have the five main ones. I don't. I the main yeah, five. I don't have okay. the. What's his name? I forgot the name of the sixth ranger of nine, on Dino Fury. It's been too long. Ion. I don't have his sword. There you go. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, because I love the Dino Charge Zords also, but there's literally yep. like 16 yep. or or something, and that's too many. I'm not gonna get those. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, so come back next week uh, for Teenagers with Attitude. I have been... Oh, wait, hold on. Ooh. I'm so sorry. Simon, where can people oh, yeah. find you on uh, there? They can find me uh, at the real Simben on Twitter, which uh, is my main Twitter that I've forgotten to plug lately because I'm also plugging Jaffa Takes, which is my podcast about Stargate. Uh, we're... Yeah, it's a rewatch podcast. You've probably heard me mention it before. Uh, join, c- come in. We just... Uh, we're... We just came back from a little summer hiatus and are now into the second half of season one of Stargate is Joy. There you go. Uh, Emily, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. Hell yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at Chinchi McChilla. Now... For Teenagers of Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. And I've been Simo. And may the power protect you always. Yay!